Are you trying to squeeze the starting solid food stuff into your already busy schedule? Well, I have an all-in-one done-for-you solution that's going to take the guesswork out of feeding your baby. My online program is called Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro. It contains all of my baby led weaning training videos, the original 100 First Foods content library, plus a 100-day meal plan with recipes like the exact sequence of which foods to feed in which order. So if you want to stop trying to piece all this feeding stuff together on your own, I would be honored if you would join me inside of the program. You can get signed up at babyledweaning.co slash program. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. And if you look closely at the labels of those value-added egg products, the ones that say they're high in EPA and DHA, this is really just a marketing gimmick, okay? What they do is they, chickens are just fed a diet that's slightly higher in omega-3 fatty acids, so specifically EPA and DHA, they just add extra flaxseed to it. And then it results in eggs that have like slightly elevated levels of these essential fatty acids, but the absolute amounts are really not that significant and you're much better served to have your baby eat a couple of bites of fatty fish like salmon than to eat tons and tons of these value-added quote-unquote EPA plus DHA eggs. Save your money. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven specializing in baby led weaning. Here on the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby-led weaning. When you hear the term essential fatty acids, do your like eyes kind of glaze over and you're like bored? I'm a dietitian and I remember when we used to learn about essential fatty acids, I was like, oh, this does not sound that interesting. But then when I had kids, I was like, hold up. If they're essential fatty acids, it means that the body can't make them and we need to provide them in the diet and they probably do something important. So I should probably learn about them. And that's why I'm covering this topic today because I realized we're almost 400 episodes into the podcast and essential fatty acids are super important. I'm going to start calling them important fatty acids and they come from foods. As your baby is starting to get less nutrition from breast milk, we need to replace the essential fatty acids that they were getting from the breast milk or that were fortified into formula if you're formula feeding and figure out how our babies can get these from food, from naturally occurring sources, so you don't have to go buy expensive, silly supplements that your babies don't need, and so that you can get the benefits that these essential slash super important fatty acids provide for your baby. So let's get started. What are omega-3 fatty acids? Okay, how are they different from omega-6 fatty acids? Well, the omega-3 fatty acids are kind of this umbrella term for EPA and DHA. So these are longer chain polyunsaturated fatty acids if you want like the the scientific explanation. But what they basically do is the DHA, docosahexaenoic acid, that's a huge part of your baby's brain, okay? And also the development of the retina of their eyes. And we know that adequate DHA, so if you give your baby enough breast milk and then enough food that has this compound in it over time, that your baby will have adequate memory. It's linked to opportunities for learning. And again, that brain and that eye health. Now, when it comes to EPA, icosapentaenoic acid, EPA is known and kind of famous for its anti-inflammatory properties. So it does things like help 
improve immune function, plays a role in heart development. And that's kind of from heart disease and heart disease prevention standpoint, that's more important for older people, adults, things like influencing your blood pressure. But in the research, okay, if we look at children age nine to 12 months, there's this one study where they supplemented babies' diets with fish oil. So fish oils are a natural source of EPA and DHA, okay? The, the babies exhibited positive effects on attention scores during a free play test. It also led to a little bit lower drop in their systolic blood pressure. And the suggestion here is that having these omega-3 fatty acids later in infancy may have dual benefits. Like it could help your baby from a cognitive standpoint and help them from a heart standpoint. Now, we also need to take research like this with a grain of salt. Does that mean you should run out and start buying omega-3 fish oils for your baby on top of everything else that you're doing for your baby? No, absolutely not. I do want to point out that when we study nutrition, especially when we're looking at some of the, the more nuanced parts of nutrition, micronutrients, things you need in really, really small amounts, the notion here is that if your baby were deficient in them, then we would expect your baby to have issues with their brain development, with their eye development, with their immune function, with inflammation, et cetera, if they were deficient. But just flipping that and giving your baby excessive amounts of these things and being like, well, it's going to make them smarter, have better eye health, that's not how that works. So our goal here is to help prevent deficiency, okay? So a lot of the information that you'll read online, if you're looking at resources about EPA and DHA, a lot of it talks about the mother's intake, okay? So when you are pregnant, the importance of having a well-balanced diet, when you're breastfeeding, having a variety of foods that do contain EPA and DHA, and we'll get to those in a second, is important in order to make breast milk that in turn is rich in these important essential fatty acids. So where does the baby's body get EPA and DHA from? I mentioned breast milk. So breast milk naturally contains DHA. That's why if you look at formulas, they go out of their way, formula manufacturers do, to promote, oh, this product contains DHA. Well, yeah, guess what? So does breast milk. And the goal with formulas, you're trying to mimic breast milk. So great. It's not a better source of DHA or a more absorbed source of DHA. In no way is formula better than breast milk, but formula manufacturers do replicate the amounts and the type of DHA that you would find in human milk in their commercial infant formula products. Now, when it comes to the weaning diet, which is what you guys are interested in, as your baby is starting solid foods, there are a number of foods that contain EPA and DHA, that umbrella term, the essential fatty acids. So if I'm looking through my 100 first foods list, what are the foods that contain EPA plus DHA? I'm not saying to offer these every day to your baby, but they're foods that you do want to be including as part of the weaning diet. And those are foods like fatty fish. So we know it's salmon, for example. You sometimes hear fish referred to as brain food. Okay, that's because of the essential fatty acids in there that we know that help with brain development. So fatty fish is a wonderful source of essential fatty acids. Tuna, for example. Okay, we've talked a lot about tuna because, you know, there's some hesitancy to eat certain types of tuna because of the potential for mercury toxicity, but we don't eat or not eat foods for one reason. Okay, occasionally something will become so overbearing that you're like, oh my gosh, that's so dangerous. I'm not feeding my baby that. But I still offer babies tuna in moderation in addition to lots of other sources of EPA and DHA. Okay, and we can choose fish that are known to be lower mercury fish so that we can get the benefits of the essential fatty acids without the high risk factor of the potential mercury toxicity. Even the non-fatty fish, white fish. Okay, I have fatty fish on my 100 first foods list. I also have white fish on there. Okay, and there's lots of different types of white fish like cod and halibut and haddock. Okay, they don't contain a lot of fat. So as a result, they also don't contain a lot of the essential fatty acids, but they do have some of them in there. Hey, we're gonna take a quick break, but I'll be right back. 
Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Edamame is another one. So we have soybeans, which are edamame. That's one of the ways we can introduce your baby to the potentially allergenic food, soy. Okay, now we don't feed edamame to early eaters, right? Because they don't have their pincer grasp. They can't pick up those little green soybeans because they don't have that pincer grasp. And even if they did for the early eaters, those really, really small pods are the exact size that could potentially occlude your baby's airway. So inside of my 100 First Foods program, I have an edamame hummus recipe. We can do edamame pesto, basically We're pureeing it up with a lot of fat from olive oil and tahini, which is another way to introduce a separate allergenic food, sesame. We can offer that thick puree off of a preloaded spoon or your baby will pick it up and eat it with their hands. But they're also getting, in addition to those potentially allergenic food proteins, they're also getting those essential fatty acids, right? Because something like edamame, it has fat with the essential fatty acids in it, but it also has protein, which is where the potentially allergenic part is. Another food on the 100 First Foods list that is a source of EPA and DHA include tree nuts and specifically walnuts. So I don't have each individual tree nut listed out. We want you to offer your baby a variety of different tree nuts in ways that are safe for them to eat because we don't offer thick globs of nut butter or intact nuts as those could be a choking hazard. But incorporating tree nuts as part of the weaning diet is a way to get your baby some of that EPA plus DHA. Now, occasionally I'll get parent questions. I have a teaching office hours each week. So I answer questions from parents who are inside of my program. And they're like, you know, I have a nine-month-old and I'm worried about this or that or the other thing. And sometimes we get questions about eggs. Parents will say like, oh, I see those eggs at the grocery store that say that they're high in EPA and DHA. Should I be buying those for my baby so that they can get these essential fatty acids? And to be fair, this is kind of a gimmicky food, right? The eggs that are labeled as being high in EPA and DHA, it's kind of like a marketing gimmick, okay? What the farmers in that situation do or the food processors do is they just feed the chickens a diet that's slightly higher in omega-3 fatty acids, specifically EPA and DHA. They just add like extra flaxseed, to be honest, okay? And what that results in is that these eggs end up having slightly elevated levels of the essential fatty acids, but like the absolute amount is almost negligible, okay? It's nowhere close to what you would get. You'd have to eat like tons and tons of these eggs in order to get the same amount of the essential fatty acids that you would get like in a couple of bites of salmon, okay? So- All eggs do contain some omega-3 fats from the chicken, but when you buy these value-added eggs, they're really not worth it. If your family does eat animal foods and you can include a variety of fish, especially fatty fish, if you can do some of the plant-based sources of protein, things like edamame and tree nuts in particular, your baby will be getting that EPA plus DHA. And then of course, don't forget the importance and the value of continued breastfeeding even when you start solid foods, right? Because you don't just stop breastfeeding or offering fortified infant formulas when you start solid foods. Those continue to be a primary source of nutrition for your baby as they're getting the hang of eating solid foods. And when you start solid foods at six months of age, 100% of your baby's nutrition is coming from breast milk or formula. And that has the appropriate amount of EPA plus DHA. And you do not need to go buy a fish oil supplement for your relatively healthy, typically developing infant. Now, if your baby has some sort of an unusual or underlying medical condition that would cause them to potentially be deficient in essential fatty acids or 
from which science has shown there's greater outcomes for treatment of that condition by supplementing with essential fatty acids. You would want to be doing that only under the supervision of a qualified healthcare professional and a pediatric registered dietitian should always be involved if you are manipulating the diet or recommending supplements or taking supplements for your baby for a medical condition. But again, for the healthy, typically developing babies, don't stress about any sort of supplements. Continue to offer breast milk and formula along with the variety of foods that you are offering. And if you're looking to grab a copy of my original 100 First Foods list, I give it to everybody who's on my free online video workshop called Baby Led Weaning for Beginners. I go through different ways to prepare these foods safely. You can sign up for that workshop. You can take it right now, later today, tomorrow when your baby's napping. Whatever works for your schedule, it's all online if you go to babyledweaning.co slash workshop. And if you wanna skip right into learning how to make all of the 100 First Foods safe for Baby Led Weaning, my program, Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro has the 100 First Foods content library to show you how to make each of these foods, walk you through my 100 First Foods daily meal plan so we can be sure that we're offering your baby a variety of real foods that are natural sources of all of this very valuable nutrition. That program, you can register at babyledweaning.co slash program. Bottom line, when it comes to the essential fatty acids, you can offer a variety of foods, especially if you can do some fish foods and those fatty fish foods your baby will be getting adequate amounts of the essential fatty acids that will help their brain develop, their eye develop, and also help with their immune system. Thank you so much for listening. I'll link the references as well as a few more resources for you up on the show notes for this episode, which you can find at blwpodcast.com forward slash 391. A special thank you to our partners at Airwave Media. If you guys like podcasts that feature food and science and using your brain, Check out some of the podcasts from Airwave. We're online at blwpodcast.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. Bye now. Hi, friends. Are you looking for a new podcast? Maybe something you can share with your littles? Something that has some storytelling in it? Well, then look no further. We have Storytime with Philip and Mommy, where my son and I sit and discuss all the great books that you might love while we read them. So Little Golden Books, Berenstain Bears, and even the new classics like Bluey. We sit down, we read, we discuss, and we have so much fun doing it. Come and join us. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.